someone said social media is dead and part of me is like good you know what I mean I think I think we're just way past being lied to at this point there's so much shit going on in the world that we're like I don't need to see one more lie on my feed you know what I mean um so I think it's great that we're kind of moving past that that we want honesty I think you know I, I part of me wonders like are we replacing it with I mean, once again, I'm not on TikTok. I mention that all the time, but I think that's, I don't know, like I was particular about that, but I think, you know, with these reels, they've kind of moved over to Instagram and they kind of serve the same function as um, TikTok and you're still seeing the same thing, these, you know, perfected people. And for a little while, I was really glad because I thought, okay, when I was in high school, there was, well, well, when I was in middle school, which is still a pretty, you know, big deal, there was this very distinguished this is what looks good and if that's not who you are that's a bummer you should really figure it out and figure out how to look good um and kind of fit that mold and a lot of it was you know this perfect type of skinny and if you had curly hair straighten that shit you know what I mean like you have to look a certain way and I think it's funny because I think we kind of evolved past that and we were like no you got curly hair we've got the perfect products for you you're curvy awesome we've got curvy jeans like Guys, it literally, it took forever for people to come out with curvy jeans. The the concept that someone could have a different, you know, hip to booty ratio, like that, how, just how long that took for that to come out is so stinking funny to me. Uh, basically, we just, we celebrate who we are a little bit more now, which I was really happy to be in that space. And then I feel like, I don't know, like I, I want to say like Reels kind of reclaimed that. They kind of like put people back in their place in this mean way, this totally inaccurate way. It started to kind of, and I think, you know, because it is like a social run engine, you know, it's kind of like, Oh, what, what do you like to look at? And then that's what you see more of. Um, I don't know. So I think you have to be pretty particular about what you're willing to put in front of your face and why you're willing to do it. And you have to make sure that you're the one that's still in control. Um, like in the social dilemma, they talk about the importance of turning off your notifications, you know, like you're in charge of it and you go on when you want to see it. Um, with COVID again, my job has kind of like, I'm not working again, you know, and I'm starting that whole, that process again, which is fun. And there's a couple of things that I notice I do when I'm not working. One is I obsess over my body. I tend to obsess over my face. I obsess over my personality, my personal development. I'm like, it's not where it should be. It's not where it should be. Um, I usually go back to a past crush. And what I've noticed with crushes is they usually, um, represent a different time in my life. You know, like if I liked someone, there was usually something about them that like either reminded, like for different people, it was like this concept that I really like this person. I know I'm never going to have them. They're beautiful to look at. And then with someone else, it was like, Oh, this person, I like the way I feel when I'm around them. I like the person that I become. So if I'm thinking about this person again, I'm probably missing that version of myself or whatever that person represented to me at the time. And you know, someone else, they made me feel super, super admired. So I know like in my dreams, if I am really proud of myself, this person that I had a crush on during that time, they'll probably show up in my life or this person that made me feel a certain way, they'll probably show up in my dream. Um, so I just think that's funny that it always kind of follows it. And, you know, same, the same with feeling inadequate. Anytime I'm not proud of myself, I usually start to 
miss this certain type of person. And so I feel like it's much more introspective than um, just like, you know, oh, I'm bored again. But that happens too. You know, it's like I'm, I'm bored again or, you know, but I think it, a lot of times it reflects those other feelings as well. Um, I think you just have to reground yourself because I feel like especially when everything else doesn't really make sense, you have to kind of figure out what's important to you and, um, yeah, reorganize, get regroup, you know? Um, and I think that it's always interesting when you see that your circumstances seem to be taking more control of you than you are of them, you know? And it's, I think it's so fascinating to find the habits that I have because I've, I've been unemployed enough times to realize that there's a pattern with it. Um, and as I've said before, like in the summer, I just say that because I feel bad for people that listen to this and they hear the same stuff over and over again. So I feel like I want to explain, like, I, I totally know that we had this conversation in the past. Um, but I know like in the past, that was something that I had to learn. I had to learn that my worth does not come from a job. That was a thing that I had to learn because I would go through these extremes of, um, I'm nothing. I'm not worth anything. I'm not valuable to, okay, cool. I must be worth something because I'm going to work. And where I think that that can kind of like prove something to your subconscious, um, being useful kind of proves that you're useful, you know? Um, I think also understanding that your intrinsic value does not change and that you can get value from things other than a payroll. So that was really valuable for me to learn. Um, but now here we are going through this process again and feeling those similar feelings. And so now it's like, yeah, just try, just trying to take control of that. And like I said, you know, one of the things that I obsess over is like my face. And I just feel like both of these are kind of like intersecting with the whole social media thing is like, I'm obsessing over it again. Like same thing. Anytime I try and lose weight, like also so stupid, so dumb. Um, I think in the past, like, that's why I try to really veer away from my past process because, um, when I was trying to like, you know, purposely intentionally lose weight, I, I would start out in a healthy mindset. I would start out in a, Ooh, I love myself. I'm doing this to take care of myself. And then I would so quickly like switch into that. And also I need to be a certain weight and I need to lose it by this time. And I'm not this perfect, like proportions, like it would start out healthy and then it would get unhealthy. So I think it's, it's good to recognize that as well. And like the, the why behind what you're doing, you know? Um, and I think I've gotten a lot better behind my why. And I realized that like, it's going to be a much slower process and it's a lot more of at the end of the day, like, do I feel taken care of? And ask myself that throughout the day, instead of what calorie number are we at? Like, that's one thing I love about the whole intuitive eating thing is because it's entirely based on how does my body feel? And it matches that a lot better than the whole, like, okay, on Tuesday I had this many calories, Wednesday I had this many calories, so that means on Thursday I could have this. It's like, I'm not even thinking so much about that. I might think, I had a little extra today. I, I had a little extra yesterday, and I don't feel as hungry today. Or I had a little extra the past couple days, but I don't feel as hungry today. Or, you know, it's it just it just asks you to be so much more in tune with yourself. Um, I'm going literally everywhere. Here, I just think it's interesting. They said social media is dead, and I'm glad. But I also hope that we're not replacing it with something else. I think that's my major takeaways is that we have to be really, really intentional with, with everything, you know, with different seasons of our lives. And we also have to allow it to be what it is, you know? Um, but we also have to be able to understand, like recognize different beasts in our life, I guess. Um, and I think it's okay if you develop a, a distaste for certain apps, because I know I do. 
Like, I, I, <laughs> I'm not offended by the number of likes on something because I'm like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I can't stress enough. It doesn't matter. Um, for a while, Instagram was like, ooh, I like to share my art. And it's like, if you really like to share your art, go on Visco because there's no numbers. And I never, Visco never inspired me to like post things aesthetically. Like the vibe of the app never matched. I just didn't, I wasn't really interested in it. I post a few times, a couple times in a couple years. Like I don't really post on there. So I don't know why that's, maybe, maybe Visco's the new Instagram. I have no idea. Um, to some extent, if you want that more honest vibe, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And part of me is like, but the fact that we're even asking, is this the new this? Is this the new this? Like, it still proves that we have that, like, fear of missing out. You know, we don't want to be in the wrong spot. We don't want to be in the wrong app. Oh, my gosh. If I could have been collecting likes or collecting affirmations over here, and I was spending all my time over here, oh, my gosh, that's embarrassing. And it's like, you kind of have to ask yourself again, like, okay, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? And I was watching this other video, and it was kind of like, it's natural to want affirmation. That's not an unnatural thing. It's natural to want to be special. Um, it's natural to want to feel noticed, to feel unique, to feel, yeah, to feel wanted, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I say it fast because I don't officially know what it's called. Um, but I don't know. I think, I think it's interesting because it's very, very important that we create in our lives ways to meet those needs. Like, and I'd seen another thing was basically these apps have tried to artificially meet those needs and they can't, they actually cannot. So you have to have a stable in life reaction, a stable in life setup, I want to say to meet those needs because it won't work artificially. It'll actually have the opposite of the opposite effect artificially. So you have to be intentional with what you want your life to look like. Um, and how you're going to get those needs met in a very real, physical, and emotional way. You know, whether friends or family or making friends or, you know, you know, through, like, you have, you have to find a way to get those needs met and it can't be through an app, basically. So, yeah, I think that was part of it. Also, I think it's funny, and I know it's so annoying to be like, oh, I'm, you know, whatever, weight loss or whatever. Like, it's annoying to constantly talk about it because people are so much more. There's so much more. But I do think that, like, you know, our body is a vessel. So how we're looking on the outside can symbolize how we're feeling on the inside. And a lot of times when you see people that are super, I don't, I don't know, like you can tell they've really lost weight and it's like, okay, yeah, but they don't look happier yet. Like, like there could be these dangerous swings. So for me, it's, it is about getting to a healthy place, getting to a healthy place. Um, but one of the things I've noticed is like, you have to give that appreciation to yourself. Like this is kind of segueing into a different topic, but I just think, you know, it's either there or it's not at all. Like if you are waiting for time to love yourself, it will not arrive, you know, or, or you're going to get loved way less than you need to. Um, I was thinking about this and okay. So there was this one verse and it was like, you know, to totally misinterpreting it by the way, I think. And it was like, Oh, you know, God's love works when, or maybe it was like a popular phrase or something in like the Christian community and it was like oh God's love works when ours can't and I thought that was always kind of dumb because I was like oh my goodness this is so okay so I use my human love it runs out and then I use God's love or I I'm always using God's love so I never have to use my love and it's like okay 
To love is to do a godly thing. To love is to use God's power. Anytime you are being loving, anytime you are being compassionate, you're tapping into God's power. And you're using that, you know, like, so anytime, it depends on where the motivation is. Because if you have something with pure intentions, true love for someone, you know, goodwill, you want the best for them, that is God love. That's not from you straight up it's just not you know like that's not within our nature to give good love you know it's not a human thing I, I think it's you know God kind of living through a person when you're able to love somebody and so I think you have to ask like in a sense like whose power am I using to do this whose motivation am I because if I'm using mine my motivation could potentially not only is it going to run out but it, two it's probably never there <laughs> you know um, so I think to love is to do a godly thing. That sounds a lot more negative than I wanted it to, but it was, it was a positive thing when I figured it out. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like to be, to love is to kind of have this oneness with God in a sense, you know, it's this, it's this returning to him, which is very, very nice. So people that are in this, you know, gratitude and it's, it's like, we can't always be like on a positive uptick. Like that's not how work life works. There's like inflections, but like to do it all with God is a very, very important thing to do even when you're not feeling good and it doesn't mean you have to show up with a great big smile on your face you're just you just show up and you're honest you know you're like hey god this is how i'm feeling can you use this you know that kind of thing so i feel like that was a little separate thing but um i don't know going back to the whole losing weight thing i think you can't you can't have it as a habit to withhold love from yourself you have to give it and you have to give it freely i think that was one of the things that I wrote down in my journal this summer is like the secret to love which you know oh <laughs> but I mean is to give it openly and to give it freely you can't you don't hold back on it you know and that doesn't mean you invest a ton of energy in someone that's not investing in you that's not what that is this isn't please love me please love me please like me that's not what love is love is genuinely wanting someone else's highest good and then taking the actions or not actions to get them there and doing that within yourself, doing that for other people. All right, here we go.